With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, Andy. Matthew. It's 17.54 on the 1st of October, wherever the West Bromwich Albion game. And this is the Match Day Podcast. It's a cold one tonight, isn't it, Matt? It is absolutely freezing. And um, you might never hear this, actually, but there's been a bit of a kerfuffle about when we do the pre-match podcast tonight, hasn't there? Yeah, it's all been a bit ropey, hasn't it? <laughs> and I, I must admit, I'm one of them, because I'm sat here in the car, looking around like a like a kid at school, hoping no one sees me, thinking I'm too cool for this. I'm you, sat- you've got a very... Um, prominent shame bone haven't you yeah I don't know why either because I'm an absolute moron yeah well that's what I was just telling you before we started recording and that's why we're friends eh so yeah so it's now 17.55 where it lads uh, I presume they're on the way it's quite early I'm not usually here this early we've got a cracking parking space some blokes just let us in on Lowfields Road so we're just looking out and surveying the uh, fans on their way to the ground um, but we thought we'd better get something recorded because otherwise there might not be a podcast for this game. And the fans demand podcasts. <laughs> they do demand podcasts. So we've seen them knocking down the doors on Twitter, demanding more content. So we've got to give it to them. Do we have to do it in plain sight, though, while people are looking at it with a microphone in the hand on <laughs> Geldered Road? Yeah. Now, this is Lowfields Road, mate. That's Geldered Road. Wow. Yeah. I've been getting it wrong all these years. You've learned something. Oh, no, I did know that, because we're on back at Lowfields Road. I'm just being a moron again. <laughs> So, West Bromwich Albion, the visitors today. I don't have any facts or stats in front of me. Paul does that. That's Paul, his job. Paul told me if we were to uh, persevere and go without him, that it's on the drive. <laughs> and he puts a lot of effort into it. But I don't have the new drive on my new phone. No, nah, I've, not, I've not checked. But we can do this. I'll tell you what I do now. Go on then. So, we beat him 4-0 last time of the magician Pablo. And he's not here today. So, you think that's going to be hamper our um, abilities to beat them this time? Or... I think any game Pablo Hernandez doesn't play for Leeds United is a struggle. Well, some, a lot of people were pointing to Pablo's absence on Saturday as being the reason why Charlton were able to win. I didn't. I don't see that myself, but it, it's a theory. It was more intelligent people like myself who made that correlation. I believe Matthew. <laughs> I think that. Um, I think we've got a good chance tonight. I'm interested. I sounds really stupid and uh, shouldn't make any difference, but I think the weather could come into play tonight because I've been stood on the side at road. Oh, Phil's just driven past. Um, oh. I love it. It's quite good sitting on the road, isn't it? I've just uh, <laughs> been stood outside waiting for you, and it's cold. It is freezing today, and isn't it? I'm interested to see how we fare. And I'm interested to see how I fare, because I ain't got a coat. Well, more for you. I'm also interested to see how West Brom fare, because they're unbeaten. I know that much about them. And is there anything about their style of play which makes you think that they're better in warmer weather? No. <laughs> We are bringing all the insight to you on this match day podcast. Leads that. Leads that. This is why Paul does all the pre-match stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, because we've got something to talk about then. Like, who's the referee today? The ref. <laughs> yeah, no idea. I can tell you one thing. Odds? On the ref? 
No, um, Leeds to win or West Brom to win. They'll, they'll be some. What are they voting for on Twitter? There'll be votes. What's our head-to-head record against West Brom? Seven. <laughs> yeah, see? We're, we're brilliant at this. I reckon we should go for a pint and see if the lads catch us up. All right, so that sounds like a plan to me. Leads that, catch up at 1,900 hours. Or something like that. Right, it's uh, 7.04. We're now in the pavilion. Andy has got uh, a look of embarrassment on his face as people around us are talking about us. I'm hiding, it's covert. Leads that. No one needs to see us. What is this all about is a comment I just heard from behind us. Leads that. This is a podcast. We're world famous. You said that he said that we were a bit weird. We are a bit weird. Yeah, but he didn't say that though, did he? He did. I don't believe you. Anyway, we've been joined by Paul, who's here to actually give us some information about the game. It's nice that Paul's joined us finally. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Where have you been? Working. Working the transport network of West Yorkshire. So, uh, welcome everyone. I assume that these uh, pleasantries have been done. So uh, They haven't really. All right. <laughs> well, tonight, tonight we're going to be playing West Bromwich Albion, uh, who last time out we had probably our performance of the season against the 4-0 home victory. We're playing um, West Brom? Yeah, but also we probably had one of our worst performances of the season as well. The overall head-to-head record is really tight. We've won 35, drawn 18 and lost 33. But over recent times, the record's been pretty poor. We've uh, basically been uh, struggling. Uh, actually, in, in the uh, form guide, though, it's pretty tight. So West Bromwich Albion are the top of the league tonight before going into play. The two points ahead of us, uh, but they've been drawing games as well. So uh, no one's got off to a complete out-and-out flyer. Um, I read that on the internet that they, uh, they like a draw. I know that they're undefeated. We're, we're, we're miles ahead of you here. Fair enough. Well, uh, team news tonight. Yeah, there's going to be riots on their Waco and on their Leeds United social media. Unchanged, I believe. Indeed. Uh, Bill Bill Ayling comes onto the bench. The opposition forum, they're absolutely delighted because Pablo Hernandez isn't playing, presumably based on the first 18 seconds of the last time we played them which is fair enough. Um, they're quite uh, optimistic, really. A lot of them are predicting an away win tonight. Um, and, and the weird thing is that on their prediction thread for every game, they also predict the Birmingham score. So they're a bit obsessed. Yeah, we don't, we don't bother with any of that. Why do they do that? Is there any... I know it's a local rival, but who cares? I've no idea. Literally no idea. Uh, referee. Referee is David Coote. He refed the home game against Sheffield United last season. Another another great omen. I might go home. I think we were very unfortunate. Well, they were very fortunate that they still had 11 men on the pitch by the time that uh, Kiko got sent off and they were 1-0 up. And looking on it in terms of micro moments within a season, how much of a difference could that have made? We probably would be up, wouldn't we? I imagine so. Uh, well, I hope so. But no point hoping, because it's gone. Done. Romeo, done. So, predictions for the game tonight. Um, Matt, what are you thinking? I'm going there. I think there's going to be goals tonight, so that probably means it'll be nil-nil, but I'm going 3-2, Leeds United win. Oh, oh. Thriller. You go for a thriller. I'm going for a thriller. I'm going to go 2 all. I, uh, I can't see us breaking their unbeaten start. I really, to God, hope we do, but I can't see it. I think we'll score tonight, but I think we'll also concede. 
Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go for 1-1. And there was uh, probably 10 minutes of the Charlton game when I was desperate for a 1-1. And probably not 10 minutes for Matt. He would have probably, right, about 60 seconds. But um, I think that would obviously be an improvement on the, <laughs> the last score. And if we get a 1-1 tonight, hopefully it'll be a bigger positive than the way it went down as a 1-1 in the last game what that we played at home. What do you think to him picking the same team? Well, the, the, the weirdest thing is that he hauled Alioski off at half-time, didn't he? And, uh, and I don't know whether it's an admission. I think that he got it wrong at half-time on Saturday. I agree. Um, it became a, a real mess. You're questioning Bielsa? I think he questioned himself. He, he held his hands up. It's not like I'm, I'm, I'm acknowledging... It, it's analysing Bielsa rather than questioning him. I'm acknowledging his admission of, of getting it wrong at half-time. I said it on Saturday, and I'll say it again. The way Patrick Bamford connected with that volley on that player shows that he's a striker and he will score goals and he should stick with him and let him play. So the uh, the Twitter poll tonight is actually the tightest it's been with more people predicting uh, an opposition victory than ever before. So I think that just shows that possibly the nerves are setting in and it's a sign that uh, one of our biggest opponents has come to Ellen Road tonight. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We've been joined here by James. Hello, James. Hello, how's it going? James, we're down to predictions, so what are you predicting tonight? Uh, oh, God, I'm going to be really negative as well. Go on. I'm saying 2-1 West Brom. That's only me predicting a Leeds win, which is a rarity. We all got draws apart from that, though, James. What's going on? What's your word, James? Let's get on to that. What are you saying? Nervous, very nervous. Well, my word's predictable, because <laughs> I think we all saw that one coming. Matt, what's your word? I'm going to go with relaxed, because I think for the first time we're uh, playing a game where the expectations aren't through the roof, so hopefully that gives us a bit of licence to go out and play the way we know we can and get a good victory. I'm approaching with trepidation. That is my word today. Don't ask me to spell it because I cannot, but I'm just a little bit cautious about what's going to happen today. I really hope we win, but again, I'm going to all. I'd be happy with that. Anything but a loss is a good result for me tonight. Brilliant. Well, fingers crossed it's Matt that's right and that when we have a chat after the game, uh, he's the one who's gloating about getting his prediction right. Right, well, let's check back in after the game and uh, all the best. Have a good one. Enjoy it. Okay, it's 21.53, we're back in the car. We've won, 1-0. How are you feeling, James? I was never nervous. You? No, I was never nervous. I knew we were going to win that. Mm. What a result, what a result. Didn't you go lose 2-1 previously? Yeah, I did. In fairness, I think only person who predicted a win was Matt. I got 2 all. Paul, what do you have? I had 1-1 and uh, I thought it was a pretty safe bet up until the final whistle, to be honest. Go on then, Captain Smug. Talk us through your victory. Well, I thought I went, you know, I went for a narrow win by a single goal. So I'm pretty pleased with that, to be honest with you. I think tonight we showed something we've not shown in a long time, and that is resilience. We looked strong. We looked like we did not want to concede. We looked like we were the only team that were going to win, and it was just beautiful to watch again. 
I think it, it was a really gritty performance and we were absolutely uh, under the cosh in the second half. I didn't think um, that they actually looked like scoring every time they went forward. I didn't feel that they were that threatening or, or created that many clear-cut chances. But having said that, they swung the possession from being uh, us having 64% in the first half to the final whistle, then being ahead on 52%. So they must have had loads of the ball second half. Well, they did, didn't they? It's one of those very, very rare games where you see uh, a striker win man of the match and not score a goal. I thought Patrick Bamford was outstanding. Agreed. It, it was, for me, a bullying performance from a centre-forward that we've not seen for a long time. I think before that, the man of the match for me was easily Jamie Shack and he got taken off at half-time. I don't know what's wrong with him. But before we go on to all that gubbins... There was one person who was hell-bent on ruining the game, and that was the referee. How bad was he? I was furious with the referee on so many occasions. We said before the game it was the ref from the Sheffield United game, and me and Matt had a bit of a conversation about the ref on Saturday as well. It's just the way they referee games. It's their style. They don't, look, they don't seem to look back and learn. They make the same kind of decisions again and again. Um, and it was really infuriating because once he'd booked Alioski, he'd set a tone, he'd set a precedent. I don't know I didn't give a yellow quite quickly after that for one of theirs, but soon the cards came out and there was no stopping it because he'd, he'd set that benchmark down. He was, he was absolutely woeful. I think it's worth saying that Matt is probably the most speechless I've ever seen him tonight. I think he's just very, very happy that we've won. It's probably a good time for me actually to do um, a bit of an update on uh, Tracking Wolves, our new feature. How are we doing? Because you're the teams that got promoted. Tracking Wolves, Tracking Wolves. How do you think we fare? Matt, Andy, you can't answer. Paul? I think we're probably just slightly behind the curve. So we're tracking Leeds versus Leeds this season versus Wolves in the 17-18 season, which was their title-winning season, and we're using that as the barometer for success, and you're saying around about that, we are bang on the money. Tw- 20 yeah. points. So we were three points behind the other day, so they must have lost their next fixture. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm going to have to go. James, farewell, my, my soldier. Take care, Quickly, guys. What's your word? Who's your man of the match and how are you feeling? My man of the match is... I was toying between Click and Bamford, but Bamford was just exceptional. Really enjoyed watching him tonight. It was great to see him uh, getting a, a decent reception from everyone as well. Um, and my word is delighted. Absolutely delighted. That is such a massive result for us. I think um, we'll look back on that fondly. It was brilliant. My, my man of the match, I'm going to give it... Uh, let's, let's just say bye to James. Bye, James. See you later, James. Take care, guys. Bye. See you later, mate. Bye-bye. My man of the match is Ben White because he had to take charge. Um, he didn't put a foot wrong. And to say how young he is, young Ben White, as soon as Cooper went off and Berardi came on, everyone around us was going, oh, penalties, red cards, it's got to happen, it's got to happen. And I think Ben White kept a steady presence at the back, like, like he always does, but it's always worth um, mentioning and bringing it up because without him being so assured at the back tonight, then maybe they would have got through on, on at least one occasion. I agree, I thought he had a great game, but there's only one man in the match, and that's Patrick the Bully Bamford. The posh boy has gone beasting, and he's been breaking necks and taking checks tonight, and I'm buzzing. All he, all he had to do was score. I'm a bit disappointed with Costa. I thought it was a bit decaffeinated again, if I can use that one again. You I can't. Think, well, I just did. Decaffeinated. I think if he 
he should have scored at least two tonight. He just looked half asleep. I think you've been unfair on Costa. I don't think he was our best player by any stretch, but I think that he showed flashes. And if he gets a run in the team, he's only going to get better. I think um, he was he was much better than he was on Saturday. So what's your final word, Matt? Well, I haven't finished. I haven't even said my man of the match yet. You've all said Bamford several times. I haven't. Matt, who's your man of the match? I'm going for Patrick Bamford. Again? <laughs> I haven't <laughs> said it yet. <laughs> glory, glory, Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford was man of the match day, and that just goes to show that he doesn't need to score to be effective in this setup. He had a he had a really good game, and it, it was as much as I agree with Andy that his physical presence was good. It was his work rate more than anything. The fact that he was chasing everything down, he was all over the pitch. He put in, I, I, I don't know, but I think he put in more running than anybody else on the field. Uh, and if he if he got man of the match. From the TV people, then it's uh, well deserved. So if he gets man of the match every game, doesn't score, but puts in a shift like that, then we're happy enough with his contribution? I think we probably need to be winning as well. As long as the goals are coming. And as Matt From said, elsewhere. And as Matt said that we're winning, yeah. I think that we've also got to point out that we've won today, great, but let's not get carried away. There was another game that could have gone either way. Agreed. So, in exactly the same way on Saturday, we lost and we were disappointed. Um, we could easily have drawn or won on Saturday. We could easily have drawn or lost this today. Um, but obviously it's great news for us in the table. And I think that results around us have gone our way as well. At least we're not going to a bogey ground like Millwall next day. Well, there is that. What's your word, Andy? My word's resilient. I think we showed a backbone that we've not shown. Yeah, what about yours? Jubilant, whilst calm, because we've got to keep level-headed. But like Matt says, I think ultimately uh, we probably would have taken a point at the end on Saturday. We probably deserved a point. Uh, this is the game that I feel that we've least... De- I don't think... We, I'm not saying we didn't deserve to win, but it's a game that we've least deserved to win uh, all season. Um, so we could have easily walked away with two points. We've walked away with three out of the six, so let's... Uh, Let's crack on for Saturday for Millwall. My word is pleased. I'm actually very pleased, but that's two words, so you'll just have to have pleased. Take that. Great. Well, we better get out of this uh, car park that is Lowfields Road. It's two minutes past ten. Leads that over and out. Follow us at Leads That. Check out the pods. You know what to do. Soon. We'll be back at the weekend for Millwall. Podcast Network.